Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, we have a very special guest. Check this out. Hey, this is Vicky the Captain Dreamboat, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Vicky Dreamboat is candid as you've ever heard her. Really, really cool. Can't wait for you to hear that. But before we get to that conversation, I do want to let you folks know what is fueling me today, Panera Bread. Okay, I keep telling you folks about the wonderful Unlimited Sip Club, $12.83 per month. Okay, you can have a uh, beverage of your choice once every two hours. And folks, I am high on the charged lemonades. They are so fantastic. And I'm going to give you a little tip. Okay, no matter what flavor of the charged lemonade you get, fill your cup halfway and then fill the rest of it up with ginger ale. Okay, so that way you get a little carbonation with it. And I'm telling you, this thing will wake you up. You'll be ready to go. You'll have great conversations like what you're about to hear with myself and Vicky Dreambook. So again, head over to your nearest Panera Bread. Subscribe to the Unlimited Sip Club. If you don't want the lemonades, they also have iced and hot coffee, iced and hot tea, or the fountain beverages. Once every two hours throughout the day, you can grab yourself a cup any size, okay? That's only $12.83 per month. In fact, if you sign up now, you'll get your first month free. Unlimited Sip Club, Panera Bread. That's right. And now... Let's get on with the show. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> Well, Vicky Dreamboat, this is a dream come true. Welcome to the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. And you know, it's funny, you and I have been playing a little phone tag lately because um, we've had every, everything from crazy schedules to you and your family were dealing with a hurricane down there in Florida. So first and foremost, let me ask, is everyone okay? I mean, how are you and your family doing in the aftermath of that hurricane? Yeah, thank you for asking. We, um, you know, we, it was our first hurricane in Florida, uh, and so we were like preparing for the worst. We just didn't really know. We had no frame of reference for what it was going to be like, um, and we actually ended up faring just fine. Uh, some folks in our area got some light sweating, and St. Augustine, which is about an hour from us, got hit much harder. Um, but all of my loved ones are fine. Uh, everyone who I know in St. Augustine, you know, they were able to um, manage any damage, and no one got hurt that I know of. So we were all very, very fortunate, very blessed. Um, to have made it through the hurricane safely. It was just kind of a whirlwind time because, like I said, we didn't know what to expect, you know. Well, as you know, Vicki, I'm in Boston, Massachusetts, and we are no stranger to hurricanes. I mean, we get all four seasons, so we'll have everything from heat waves to uh, nor'easters, which are major snowstorms. And, of course, you know, during hurricane season in the fall and also in the spring, we get massive hurricanes. So, one of the things that we like to joke around about is the fact that um, we're always making sure we get our French toast ingredients. So that's, you got to have your eggs, you got to have your bread, you got to have your milk, 
you know, the, the French toast alert anytime there's a major storm coming, especially the hurricanes. So what about you and, and your folks down there in Florida? I mean, are there specific foods or specific items that you make sure you stock up on as the storm is approaching? Oh, good question. Yeah, we um we were all like canned foods, so those pop top cans like chicken soup and chili stuff like that, um, peanut butter, uh, jelly, just like stuff that won't go bad. And then I totally went um I went hard and I froze a bunch of mini water bottles. Uh, we actually got married the week before the hurricane hit, so we had like a bunch of booze left over. So luckily we were covered on that front. But otherwise we would have gone out and and stocked up. Um, we had like lots of tequila, lots of beer. Uh, you know, just just the essentials, just the essentials. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. So, so wait a second here. What is the definitive Vicky Dreamboat drink? I mean, if you if you're making a cocktail, if you're making something there to sip on adult beverage, what is the go to for Vicky Dreamboat? Oh man, it's so boring. I'm a I'm a tequila soda with a splash of lime juice. Just nice and simple. You know, of course you would say drink like that. One of the first things I noticed is that there's not many calories in that drink, Vicky Dreamboat. That's right. Yeah, you got to gotta balance it all out. Well, this is a cool thing here because, you know, your, your name is Vicky Dreamboat. And for anyone listening out there who didn't know definitively before, you do now. Yes, her name is a play on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's name. Um, but, you know, Vicky, I feel like you're living up to the the Ricky Steamboat legacy to a degree here because other than being a, a one of the greatest wrestlers of all time for Ricky Steamboat, the other thing that he was known for was having one of the best bodies in the history of pro wrestling, especially of his time, probably had the best body of his time until a guy like Lex Luger came along. And, you know, certainly Vicky, you've kept yourself in incredible shape, you know, and, and there's no question about that. Everyone notices that so my question to you especially in this modern era where we're still on the tail end of the pandemic and a lot of people have had a challenge keeping themselves in great shape how have you been able to maintain um consistent form and what have you and and continue to look so great sure well i really appreciate that thank you um i'm uh i definitely don't know if i've done nearly nearly half uh as much as i could to live up to the name, and I don't know if I will ever be nearly as good as Ricky, Ricky Steamboat was, um, but hopefully someday I can get, like, a fraction of the talent he had in his pinky finger, you know. Um, in terms of, like, uh, staying in shape, I think when the pandemic did hit um, and all the gyms were closed down, I started just kind of figuring out, because I was always, like, into, not always, but recently into fitness and nutrition already, so I was just tracking my food and trying to do as many at-home workouts, you know, going on walks, like, doing things that we were all doing when we were stir-crazy, um, uh, recently though, um, when we moved to Florida, one of our friends from Seattle moved with us, uh, his name is uh, Adam and he's a powerlifting coach. Um, so between like s- spending six months at the nightmare factory, getting a bunch of workouts in there, getting in really good shape at the nightmare factory in addition to wrestling training and then coming home and doing powerlifting training, that's been the biggest thing that's kind of kept me, uh, ke- kept me honest, kept me in shape. Um, and I'm also pretty careful, you know, about diet. I have one big old cheat cheat day a week probably. Um, but for the most part, I'm pretty uh, regimented on, on nutrition. Um, nothing crazy restrictive. Like I'm actually bulking right now, which is super fun because I get to eat all sorts of stuff that I wasn't eating for many, many months. Um, but I think just kind of trying to be disciplined, you know, and trying to maintain like my own routine and some semblance of uh, normalcy 
throughout the past couple of years. That's fitness and nutrition has been like the thing that gave me a sense of a uh, sense of routine. Vicky Dreamboat is bulking. Now this is interesting because you know, like, listen, I'm a regular guy. You know, every most of the folks listening, these are regular folks here. We're never going to be in a situation where we have to bulk up or be these star athletes or what have you. Um, but through history, you know, especially modern history, see folks like Michael Phelps when he was in the Olympics, his calorie intake was ridiculous. Um, but he needed to do that because he was burning so many calories and what have you, or even the rock, you know, the rock is always bulking up, especially for movie roles and what have you. So he's eating three or four pizzas a night, um, in order to maintain his bulk. So Vicky Dreamboat would be. What does it look like on your end here? I mean, are you are you look like the Rock? Are you eating a bunch of pizzas and what have you? Um, it's like a lean bulk. It's like I'm I'm still trying to uh, to stay like relatively lean, but I'm just eating more so I can put on more muscle mass. And I I recognize that I might get a little bit more fluff in the process, and that's okay because the numbers, you know, the bar the bar is getting heavier, and that's what matters. You know, it's interesting as we talk about bulking and. You know, we talk about The Rock. I mean, here's a pro wrestler that was able to transition into Hollywood and television and is tearing it up. And, you know, part of that, he, he has a, a, a likability about him. He has a personality. He has a star quality about him that makes that transition, at least from the outside looking in, it just seems natural. It makes sense. And, you know, Vicky, you have a, a very similar quality about yourself. I mean, you, to me... Uh, on the outside looking in, you you look like somebody who'd be made for Hollywood and made for TV. Have you ever considered uh, going that route, you know, especially with the acting? Very funny question. I've been a professional actor for 20 years. Um, so I've, I grew up acting. Um, so I actually grew up touring the United States with my mom, who was a musician. And then I started doing musical theater at the age of six. Um, I've, there's a National Halls commercial that goes around this time of year, and I'm playing the drums in it. Um, so I've, I, uh, I love acting. If um, you know, if an opportunity arose that was the right one, I would definitely take it. Um, you can find me. You can find under my shoot name, which of course we're not going to say right now. But if you did enough digging, <laughs> you could find me uh, in all sorts of short films and TV episodes as an extra and stuff like that. Um, when I was living in Seattle, I had an agent there, and I actually have an agent here in Jacksonville as well. So I still dabble in in short films and acting and stuff like that. Uh, as often as I can. Commercial acting mostly is what the market is here. But yeah, I I love it. I um, I would love to be an action hero. That's like, who doesn't want to be a superhero? I'm telling you right now, a, a action movie starring Vicky Dreamboat would tear it up at the box office. There is no doubt in my mind. So for all my friends out there and folks listening to the show um, who are involved in acting and, and producing and directing and what have you, uh, reach out, reach out. Definitely want to connect you with Vicky Dreamboat because you never know. This could be your next big action star or, you know, who knows, maybe even the horror genre. Uh, she could be your next uh, horror movie star. But uh, definitely Vicky Dreamboat has that that star quality and the fact that she has the acting chops, that just makes it even cooler here. So definitely let's see if we can put that together. And uh, you said something really interesting. You, you talked about your mom being a musician and a touring musician. So talk to me a little bit more about that. I mean, what kind of music uh, was she doing and what have you? She uh, she used to play Americana and country um, kind of folk stuff, more like folk Americana. Um, so I grew up with her, like I said, touring around the United States. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go to 48 out of the 50 states before I was 10 years old. 
um, with her. Wow. I, I crossed Alaska and Hawaii off in order uh, over the past couple of years. So Alaska was my uh, 49th and Hawaii was my 50th. Um, that's all thanks to, to her and to touring with her. But she doesn't she doesn't do it anymore now. She owns a bakery, which is pretty cool. Okay, so so mom is a performer. She's a singer, and you have all these other things going on for you. You're a Jane of all trades. Are you a singer as well? I mean, we're going to get some kind of Vicky Dreamboat album at some point. I only sing in improv shows and karaoke. I'm not 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 quite as good. Um, I definitely like I write a lot of songs, but I never perform my own stuff. Um, it's kind of like in my back pocket as a thing that I might visit, like revisit someday. I had a background in opera singing for a while in musical theater, like I said, but uh, no, I'm not not looking to produce an EP or anything anytime soon. Well, maybe. Maybe if uh, uh, as wrestling slows down, we'll start going that path. See, that's pretty cool. You know, you're talking opera here. I mean, I I grew into becoming a an opera fan. You know, thanks to Andrea Bocelli, and and when he had commercial success, that definitely I think converted a lot of folks who may not have known as much about opera before then. But also remember, we had the three tenors. You know, Pavarotti and Contreras and what have you. Um, who were some of your favorite uh, opera singers? And, and who are your influences? Um, I'm honestly, I'm pretty bad about it these days, but also probably Andrea Bocelli would be my first first pick. Um, wow. I also, I mean, it's hard because my favorite opera singers are like the voice teachers who trained me back when I was living in Washington State as a kid, you know. Um, not people that anybody would really know, but people who had these like storied uh, careers in New York and in um, uh, even traveled the world. There's a woman named Lisa Mandelkorn. Um, and another woman named Shannon Dowling, and they're both just like voice teachers and these incredible, incredible vocalists. Uh, and they just now they run their own studios, and they both have like toured around the country as singers. And so I'm kind of like I'm kind of biased. I'd always say that my favorite is somebody no one else has ever heard of, not to be edgy, just because like I know them as people too, and they're super cool. Well, Vicky, this might be the first time in history where those folks have been uh, mentioned on a pro wrestling slash combat sports podcast. So that's pretty cool. You're, you're spreading the word and making them more known. I'm sure a lot of folks would be looking them up after you've mentioned the names there. So that's pretty cool here. But, you know, I ask these types of questions because I, I like to show that there is more to pro wrestlers than just pro wrestling. You know, there, a lot of you you folks are very well-rounded and, and you have so many other cool things going on that can help the average person connect with you that much more. And, you know, you talked about touring with your mom, uh, who is a professional musician. You talked about your acting, which is pretty cool. You know, you studied opera and, and your family are small business owners. You know, so talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah, my husband actually owns an improv comedy club here in Jacksonville and I help him manage it. Um, so we uh, that's like my my kind of my regular day job right now is just doing improv comedy by night and managerial tasks by day. You know, Vicky Dreamboat, it just seems like everything that you do and have done in life has somehow, some way been connected to the arts. And that's really, really cool. Not many of us are able to follow our dreams or, or stay somewhat in the same pocket, so to speak, and, and continue to build upon our, our natural abilities the way that you clearly have been able to do. Do you feel like you're carrying out your life's purpose be because, again, every turn has to do with the arts, has to do with entertainment, 
whether it be the improv uh, comedy show, touring with your mom, studying opera, acting, pro wrestling. I mean, is, is are you carrying out your life's purpose? That's a good question. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. Um, and frankly, I don't think I've ever thought of it in those terms. Uh, but I do think that's a really good way to put it. Um, I've never been one for uh, doing doing a job that I hated <laughs> or being in a, a you know, um, in a profession that didn't bring me joy or bring other people joy. Uh, and I think that really like really feel like I hit the nail on the head here with working at First Coast Comedy um, and working obviously alongside my husband with that, too. Uh, there's you know, the world is um, the world is scary and hard. And one of the reasons that people like pro wrestling is because it provides them some escapism and some some uh, ability to suspend reality, right? And I think that um, comedy does the same thing. Uh, so I've really like put all of my um, all of my eggs in the make other people feel good basket because that's what makes me feel good too. So Vicky, you're doing all this stuff, and you're also this buff, uh, badass pro wrestler here. So talk to me about your husband. I mean, is he in the wrestling industry as well? Because if not, then oh boy, <laughs> I'm sure he. Uh, he better watch himself and make sure that he's, you know, doing the dishes and taking out the trash because Vicky Dreamboat, she might sing him a song and then she might put him in a headlock if he doesn't watch himself. No, he is. He is. He's got bigger biceps than me for now. Um, he's a, He actually wrestles under Alexi Suplexi, um, so he's also an indie wrestler. For him, it's a little bit more of, um, of a hobby and a, you know, pastime rather than a career. I think for him, like, he was a high school wrestler, um, you know, like Greco-Roman amateur wrestling, and so... Uh, he has a really solid background in that, so he could outgrapple me any day, um, but I'd probably punch harder. So we got a mix of styles here. We have the the grappler, and then we have the, the striker slash brawler. Uh, I'm sure that would get really, really interesting if we have a match uh, between Alexi and Vicky Dreamboat. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, Vicky, we, we've talked about everything but wrestling, um, so I do wonder, I mean, what can we expect from you not only to close out 2022, but going into the new year. I mean, 2023, what can we expect from Vicky Dreamboat? That's a good question. Yeah, um, thank you. I, I think, whew, so I have a lot of, I have had a lot of matches and a lot of wrestling things happening this month. Um, I could rattle off a bunch of dates. People can also just follow me on social media for that. I think that a lot of people are like, well, Vicky, aren't you trying to get signed? Uh, and the answer to that is no. Um, and I'll tell you why. People are always like, what do you mean? You're not, you're not like after it? No, I'm not. Um, because I think that the, the best the thing that I can do right now is be where I um, belong. And I don't feel like I'm at a point where I would belong in WWE or in AEW um, or be at a place where I could get, uh, I, I would be at the level, wrestling at the level that I need to be, competing at the level that I need to be at. Um, and that's not to say that I couldn't get there soon. Um, really, the end of 2022 for me is just about getting reps and continuing on the path that I've been on. And 2023, whatever whatever 2023 holds, uh, that's what I want to do. I'm so happy doing comedy on the weekends and, like, having having to choose between doing comedy or doing wrestling. Like, what an amazing <laughs> life I lead, you know. Um, and I don't want to give up the opportunity to continue working here uh, at First Coast, um, and I don't want to give up wrestling. And so I think, like, balance is really the name of the game for me in 2023. Um, I will I will be chomping at the bit for any opportunity that comes my way, but I'm not uh, in a place where I'm like, my goal is to get signed by any major promotion right now. If that were to happen, I would be overjoyed and super grateful, but I just don't want anything to happen unless it's in due time, if that makes sense. That's a very mature uh, way to look at things there and, and, and very honest. 
I, I wonder, Vicky, you, you seem to be very clear about who you are. You seem to be very in touch with uh, who you are, what your goals are, what you want out of life. I mean, am I interpreting this correctly here? I, I think I am. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I'm just kind of figuring it out um, uh, as as you do when you're in your 20s. Uh, I think that for me, um, I try to uh, obviously follow the golden rule and just like treat everybody the way I want to be treated. And I think that that does, uh, because that resonates with me, it does come through in my character. Um, and when I'm in the ring, because obviously like a lot of people are like, oh, she's a do-gooder, she's a goody two-shoes. And I'm like, yeah, I sure am. But you best believe that if you do me wrong, I'm about to punch you in the face, you know. Um, so it's it's very much like a um, – uh, I go through life that way, too. It's like I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I try really hard to approach everyone with kindness and grant everybody grace. Um, but if I turn my back and you stab me, then, I mean, you all know what's coming kind of thing. Um, and I think that uh, that – um, I don't know if that makes me good or right, um, but I always try to do the right thing, and I can always feel when something is wrong. Um, so I think that like that really carries me through life and carries me in the ring as well. Um, I don't know if that answers your question at all. Vicky, you just seem very authentic and, and easy to root for, and I imagine a lot of folks, uh, you know, want to continue to follow you because of that reason. I mean, you just seem to attract. You you give off a lot of positivity, which I imagine you attract a lot of positivity as a result, right? Uh, my goal in wrestling um, is to be a role model and to be a vessel for either positive forward movement or positive change. Uh, so, like, I, a lot of promotions, um, you have a lot of kids that are there, and I kind of, I kind of love when uh, the ring is surrounded by kids and the kids are like, oh, "She cheated!" About whoever, you know, what, if I if somebody cheats and I'm like, I fall for it because I'm being nice or whatever it might be. Um, I love being the pe- the person that they're rooting for and the person that after the match. They come up to you and they're like, the wrong thing happened, but you still did the right thing. You know, it's like, I love being like, that's right, kid. Correct. <laughs> Stay in school, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, so I don't feel any, I don't feel any, uh, any negative pressure about that at all. And on the contrary, I'm super stoked that I get to embody even like a little bit of that. Well, let's make it easy for everyone listening here um, to do just that, to keep up with you, come along for the ride, you know, ride the Vicky dream boat and, and support you along your, the rest of your journey here, what's the best way that they can follow you? Yeah, thank you so much. So, okay, so um, social media is great. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, I'm getting better at Twitter, but boy, is it a cesspool, so I'm not on it as much. Um, you can reach me, VickyDreamBoat at gmail.com for booking inquiries. Uh, I don't accept inquiries over DM anymore. Uh, too much too much gnarly stuff has happened, so if you want to reach me, um, direct me, and you want to have a conversation or talk to me about getting booked, the best way to do that is emailing me vickydreamboat at gmail.com. And all of that is on all my social media, too. Um, I also have TikTok, but I'm pretty bad at that as well. So, you know, roll the dice on that one. <laughs> all right, before I let you go, you know, i got to ask one more food question because I know that um, you, your family is uh, from Puerto Rico, so you have that uh, in your heritage there. When it comes to a Vicky Dreamboat meal, you know, especially something that that has some meat in it, whether it be steak or pork, whatever. Uh, what's a good Puerto Rican Vicky Dreamboat go-to dish? Something I can order at a restaurant or what have you here. What, what am I having? Yeah. Okay. So there's in in Puerto Rico we say habichuelas con arroz, which means beans and rice. Um, and there's a number of different ways that can be prepared. If you go to any authentic Puerto Rican restaurant, they'll have beans and rice. 
but they put a to- different kind. Like ham is very, very popular in Puerto Rico. So oftentimes it's ham, but a lot of restaurants will sub it out for steak or for chicken or for other things. Um, I'm such a big beans and rice girl. And then also tostones or um, mofongo. Mofongo you can get steak in. And mofongo is basically fried plantain. So it's like mushy, yummy, um, mashed plantain on the inside with a fried out- outer shell. And you on the inside with the plantain, you also get the steak and the veggies and the sauce. Mofongo, habichuelas con arroz. my final answer. All right, and make sure that you, you make it right, folks, or Vicky Dreamboat is going to body slam you and then punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> only only if you had bad intentions. I would never punch in the face unprompted. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I want to remind you to check out Zencaster. Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. That is my favorite program to use for all my recording needs. And the great part is not only do they have audio, but they also have video options as well. So whether you're video conferencing, podcasting, just catching up with friends and loved ones, you definitely want to check out Zencaster. They have uh, paid subscriptions. They also have a free version, which I'm actually using right now. Transcripts, the whole nine yards, and even, get this, Zencaster has started to do hosting. So for all you podcasters out there, if you're looking for a host for your show, please consider Zencaster. You will not regret it. I'm telling you right now. Once again, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Made on Zencaster. That's right. Folks, be kind to yourselves and then be kind to others. Catch you next week. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.